Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Hump Day Pod of Born to Be a Star. A pod where you recognize your star power and you recognize that you can do anything you put your mind to. So today is Wednesday, the middle of the week. We only have two more days left till we get to the end of it. And let's enjoy it. Why not, right? Why not is right. It's an opportunity for us to look at the reflections in the mirror and realize that we are the noun version of who we were before. It's an opportunity for us to recognize that goals were created for us to conquer them. And it's an opportunity for us to recognize that we can do anything we set our mind to. We need to focus on the mantra of, yes, I can. Today is a new day and I can do this. That goal I have set, I'm going to meet it. I want to do this. I'm going to do it. That's what I'm talking about. Every day, we need to be having that conversation with ourselves. At the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, any time of the day, we need to be having that conversation. Moving on to the next part of our conversation, let's get into something I love to call no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us any, any, any way. So it's Wednesday, and just feels like the Democratic Party does not want to take responsibility for their failure. They're trying to convince people that they need to vote for them, that they're right, but they're wrong. Biden is the worst president in the history of the United States of America. I don't know why anybody thought that he needed to be elected as the president. And I'm going to honestly tell you, I didn't vote for him. I'm going to honestly tell you, I kind of like Trump and I don't care about what you think. You want to know why? Because I live in America and I have freedom of speech and I can have whatever opinion I want. Like, I'm not doing this podcast because I want somebody that's on one of these like shows to find me. I'm doing this because I'm telling the truth. That's what this is for. It's not about. you liking me. It's about me telling the truth. That's what it's about. And anything else is not real. So there's that. Anyways, they're not taking responsibility. They just keep lying about everything and they just keep trying to do the most pathetic shit to get opinions. The whole you need to vote for us because your life depends on it. These like people that are outside protesting abortions, but it makes no sense because they're they're The only reason they have all these people doing it is because they're probably college students because people with jobs. How are they outside protesting like you're taking away the responsibility from people that are making bad decisions? If you're going to have sex and you're not going to use protection and you're going to do things incorrectly, you, you shouldn't be able to just say, oh, that was a mistake and and do that. Maybe you should have been thinking differently. And who am I to tell people what to do with their body? I'm not saying women shouldn't have rights. I'm not saying abortion shouldn't be an option. But I'm saying using the legislation of Roe v. versus Wade to okay your, your argument is kind of pathetic. Because Roe v. versus Wade sucks. But the legislation is crapper. That's what I'm saying. 
And, and I'm going to stick with that. It's not good, dude. It's not. Do better. Do better. Okay, outside of the fact that the Democratic Party is not taking responsibility for themselves. What are we doing with gas? And why do they keep trying to push the mindset that everybody needs electric cars? Because I've seen the electric car spots and I haven't seen any cars at them. Maybe one or two. That's it. So how does that work? Trying to figure it out. Are you trying to figure it out? It makes no sense to me, but okay. How are we saying that? $5 for gas, man. $5. I don't get it. Where does this end? There's no responsibility for anything. No one knows why anything happens. And these politicians and these shitty news companies and these stations and these groups of people that are not the collection of people in the United States. And I'm really not convinced that Trump wasn't. I don't know, man. I really I have a lot of questions. Why is the Democratic Party trying to silence anyone in opposition to what they're saying? Why is the Democratic Party trying to take away our ability to have an opinion? Is that not a problem? I'm just saying. People need to be questioning this. Because these are our rights and they're being misused. They're playing with people's emotions and their minds in a way that's distorting reality, distorting the truth. And it's conveniently working for their benefit and no one else's. Nancy Pelosi has a bodyguard. AOC has a bodyguard. And I'm not going to insult her because she was a bartender because I don't have anything against bartenders. I think they're cool. They do a really great job. And and they're a part of a different type of industry. And that's fine. I don't have anything against that. But for her to misuse and misrepresent her education and what she's accomplished, stop acting like you're some savior to the world, man, because you're not. You drive a Tesla that none of us can afford but you. And even if I had enough money to get a Tesla, I don't know if I would be spending that much money on a Tesla. Like, I, I think part of me just couldn't do that. Maybe I'd, I'd buy the more affordable version of one, but not that one that she has. Not only does she have a Tesla, she lives in a mansion above Amazon. So she's very hypocritical talking about Amazon and everything. These people aren't who they say they are. Be very aware. A storm is coming from them in November, and I cannot wait till they get everything they deserve and more. And Nina and all these other whack-ass people running for progressives that are getting shut out 
and all these people trying to act like make noise and make it seem like they're doing something need to get silenced and we need to get back to basics we are free to elect whoever we want in power if i want to vote for a progressive i can vote for a progressive i want to vote for a green party person i can vote for a green party person whoever i want to vote for i can vote for them if i want to vote republican if i want to change from whatever i am currently to a republican voter i can and that's fine i'm tired of the narrative being changed like i'm doing something wrong because i don't want to be a part of your psychotic cult okay like your thoughts aren't the correct thoughts. You people are insane. You want to take and scheme and loiter and borrow and gain all these things and, and pretend you're doing all these things that you're not doing. And it's not okay. So there's that. Moving on to the next part of our conversation, outside of the fact that I can't stand the Democratic Party, I'm over trying to deny reality. And I didn't want to come out as this person that's pro-Republican thoughts, because I'm not Republican. Remember, I keep saying that. But I got to tell you, when we're going to be picking a president out in 2024 in like two years, I'm not picking Biden, and you shouldn't either. I want you to think about what I'm going to say. Outside of them giving us back our tax money for stimulus, because that's what they did. What have they actually done for the places we live? Do you see the constructions that's not finished where you live? That's supposed to be uh, connected to the bill they were supposed to pass, right? For them fixing roads and fixing things that actually need to be fixed. But they didn't fix them. Because they jumbled up all this crap that didn't have anything to do with the bill that they were working on. And it got denied. Then they want to take away the right of the other party to battle it out in a court. They, they, they're trying to rip away the Constitution and everything. We don't have a king in America. This isn't the EU. This is America. Everybody has the right to vote whatever way they want. For you to want to take away the ability for Republicans to stop some shit they don't believe in is just crazy. And nothing's going to get done until these people get a rude awakening. Like I said... November's coming for you. And November's my name. And November is the names of all the other Americans that work so hard. And you just keep robbing us, overtaxing us, and make us overpay for stuff that we don't deserve to be penalized with. You can't reach out to one group of people and act like that's America because it is not. You're talking to a niche group, a small amount of people, okay? I'm talking about the working class of America. Those that get up every day, they they go to work. They're tired. They're paying all these taxes. Their their paychecks are just getting like squeezed. Those people, us people. You keep doing this. Everything you think you're going to get, you're not going to get it. And I'm sorry, but Biden's likely not getting a second term. And what has what has Kamala Harris done outside of telling Haitian people they can't come to the United States? She went to Haiti to tell them that, yo. Did she go to Ukraine to tell the Ukrainians they can't come here either because it's COVID and we got high numbers? 
I bet not. Did she go to Cuba to tell the Cubans they can't come? Did she go to any other country? Does it seem like that's really ironic that she do that? Does it? Hmm. I dare you. Question everything. Because if you don't, you're falling into their traps. You, as an American, or wherever you live in a country, if your country is trying to do what America is trying to fall into China, and you still have the ability to save it, save it. That might look like January 6th, and that's okay. That's it. Anyways, moving into the next part of our conversation. Maintenance on good cars. Now, I have a Nissan Rogue. It's not a new one, but it's not an old, old one. Um, It's, you know, not five years old. It's older than that. But after my 2014 Civic got totaled by a moron that was on his cell phone instead of looking, it just left me with a feeling like I don't want to ever have a vehicle that's not worth what I'm paying for it. Skip made the decision to lease a vehicle, and that has been working out for him. I'm pretty much going to keep the car that I that um, I got, a Nissan Rogue, till it's unfixable. And you may be questioning what's keeping you from buying a new vehicle. I just, I don't see the point in buying something I don't need, and that falls in line with the mindset of be happy with what you have like you don't need all these materialistic things that aren't necessary like I don't like and a car is a big purchase a car is like a it goes in line with property right and once you buy it and you drive it off the lot it automatically loses its value my that Civic I bought was not worth the money that I paid for it and when it got totaled out the total out pay paid off the rest of the car So that just blew my mind. And it just made me think, like, this was not a good decision on my part. So I'm not doing that again. So maintenance on good, reliable cars means the car might not be new or as new as the current year, but you're still able to fix it without spending a lot of money on it. I'm not ashamed of the vehicle I have. I'm not ashamed of the year of the vehicle. Um, It does need a little bit of maintenance. That's a little pricey, but I'd rather pay that amount of money, get it fixed, and drive it, keep it in good condition, make sure the oil's changed, make sure whatever needs to be fixed is fixed in the time frame it's supposed to be fixed, make sure I'm regularly regularly bringing it to a mechanic, and making sure you're keeping up the maintenance on your vehicle, whether it's old or new, is essential. Every year you should be getting a oil change. That should be a requirement, and you got to be very careful with that because you don't want to wait too long and then your engine shuts down. If something's wrong with your car, you're going to have to get it fixed at some point. I mean, you got to take your time to figure out where you're getting it fixed at, but don't lose sight of the fact that maintenance keeps your car going. Not everything new is worth it. This coincides with what I just said. You're buying a new car. What happens when that gets totaled and you just spend all that money on it and you're not getting that money back for it? You've invested all that time, effort, and money into it, and it doesn't have any value that you thought it had. Sometimes buying used things is just as new. 
this coincides with my mindset about the thrift store or thrifting or the Salvation Army or Goodwill or Savers. I know some people are going to be like, oh, when I move here, I'm going to get new furniture and I'm going to do this. My mindset is when I move somewhere, I'm going to Savers, I'm going to Goodwill and I'm going to the thrift store. I'm going to find me some nice used furniture and I'm going to be happy with that. In fact, everything that we have is used. There might be a few new, newer things in here that was brought from a store. But for the most part, we have hand-me-downs. And I don't see what's wrong with that. Everything that's new is not worth it. Some of these couches are like $5,000 for a couch. Like, if you have a mortgage and or if you have rent and you're paying for all these things, do you really want to be paying that much for a couch? Yes, $5,000. Do you really think it's worth that? I hope you're saying no, too, because it's not worth it. No. Next part of our conversation. Thrifting like a movie star. I just talked about that. Some thrift stores might have different names, but thrifting is going to save you money, save you time, and save you from trying to be a part of something that you don't need to be a part of. Like, I still get emails from H&M and Forever 21, but I don't really click on it or look at it. <clears throat> and I almost got caught up in Old Navy because I needed a pair of jeans, and they were like $30, and I was like, maybe. But then I ended up returning them back to the store because am I really going to spend that much money on some jeans? No. I'm probably going to find a deal, better deal on Amazon or something. And just, I don't know, I don't even really wear jeans like that. But we'll see. But I don't want to waste money unnecessarily. And I feel like regular stores is doing that. I don't mind thrifting. I mean, of course not for underwear or for socks or for things like that. But for like normal wear clothes i don't even go to the regular stores anymore i just go to like uh goodwill or savers honestly for furniture like i said earlier i go to the thrift store go to those other two stores thrifting like a star means you're paying a very small amount of money for very nice things that are very expensive that's the deal behind thrifting cheap prices for high quality moving on to the next part of our conversation I know people are like, New York is a cesspool of crap and it's horrible. But I love New York. I've always loved New York. I have family that still lives in New York and it's always going to be a part of me. It's it's an amazing place. It's the life of a lot. The city is like alive at night and it's just, it's just another, it's like a work of art. That's what New York means to me. A lot of things are happening in New York, which gives it maybe a bad rep or whatever. And there's a lot of violence and stuff. But like being able to walk down 8th Street, getting a slice, getting a dog, being able to go in certain cafes, watching movies, all of that. The museums, everything that New York is, the ability for New York to go through some very bad situations in its history and be able to. rise together that's what new york is for me and and i love new york and i always will and i can't help it i'm an east coaster and i know some people will be like california is better but california is just a hot version of new york let's not lie it is 
I know I've said I want to go to California, but I recently changed my mind and I will not be going there. So that's a hard pass. I'm staying East Coast and I like being able to get to New York in like 45 minutes. And that's exactly what I can do from where we live at. And um, not giving that up. That distance is incredible. And New York will always have my heart. It's always going to be a place I want to visit. It's going to be a place I want to go with my family. And it's going to be a place that I always think back to and have the most amazing memories. And that for me is New York. It's always going to be a part of me. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Monk reruns are hilarious. I don't know how many times I've seen Monk, but every time I watch it, I just laugh just like I did before. Uh, still boycotting Will Smith. I don't want to watch anything with Will Smith. And it's sad because I really did like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but pass. Haven't returned to, uh, to the movies because there's nothing at the movies I actually want to see. And every time a movie comes out, we kind of just wait for it to be available on Xfinity to watch it there for $5.99. And $5.99 is better than like $50 or plus $50. So pass. Um, I don't know. The movies isn't really offering anything that's that incredible. So can't do it, man. Um, cowboy shows. Well, there was that cowboy show that was on uh, Amazon that was pretty good. That was like sci-fi cowboy. There's a... Um, Yellowstone. And then there was a second version of Yellowstone that I really didn't watch. But it looked okay, but I don't know. I'm not... I don't know. I wasn't really into it. I kind of hope Netflix does something with that movie that they came out with and maybe they can make that into some sort of a show because that movie was really entertaining. Uh, We'll see what happens with that idea, but that's just my idea and nobody's probably listening to me. For the most part, some of these cowboy shows, I can't stand them, but some of them I really like. So, you know, I think they're doing a good job, maybe. What's next for Amazon? I hope they come out with more content at a faster pace because I'm tired of waiting for things I want to look at. Like Hannah ended, like a lot of good things ended on Amazon and they're not replicating something better. So I just feel like, what's next? And they have to have a competing mentality because they're competing with Apple. They're competing with Netflix. They're competing with Hulu. They're competing with Disney+. Plus. They're competing with a lot of other contenders and they're not doing a very good job. Like, I know that Amazon does more than just create content. But you got to factor in it. You do more things than just create content. That means the content that you create has to be just as good as the other competitors' content in order for you to stay in the game. So there's that. Hopefully they come out with better things at a faster pace, like I just said. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Haven't had French toast in forever. Yo, I literally haven't had French toast in forever. I cannot even remember the last time I had French toast. But when I'm thinking about French toast, I'm tempted to think about like a breakfast joint or like a diner. But I guess if you're thinking about French toast, you could probably just make French toast at home. Granted, you need to have a few things to make it with, but it's probably fairly easy for you to make it at home. If possible. Just saying. But I like French toast. I love eggs. I love baking. I love everything breakfast. I'm totally a breakfast person or brunch person too. For sure. For sure. Um, not every salad is good. I made salad for meal prep for work last week and it was great. But by the time I got to like 
Thursday and Friday, I didn't want to eat the salad anymore. I don't know. Something about like having salad too many days in a row, it doesn't last well. And I love salad, but I mean, I don't know. If you're not eating it fresh and you're having it in a container, I don't know if it has the same appeal. That's just me. Um, it, it did not taste the same for me. And I had it in my bento containers, which are fairly decent containers. And it still, like, when I was eating the salad, it, it didn't have the... Maybe it was the salad I got, though. I'm not going to badmouth salad because you know I love salad. I do love my arugula and I love lots of lettuce, but... Sometimes you just can't eat it over and over and over again. It It's not appealing like that. Meal prepping. Do's and don'ts. We were just talking about meal prepping. I wouldn't put salad dressing on the salad if you're meal prepping. I would carry a side of that. Like if you're making some sort of like meal where you have veggies and you have rice and you have a protein maybe i would get a container that separates some of that stuff so it's not all sticking together because you don't want to ruin whatever you're eating because then you're not going to eat it and the whole point of meal prepping is that you're making something you actually like so there's that moving on to the next part of our conversation When's the last time you had a muffin? I really can't remember. Like, I seriously don't know. Um, I have no idea. It must have been like a month ago or something. I can't remember the last time I had a muffin. And I don't even remember what kind of muffin it was. Like, muffins aren't something where I go to the store and I'm like, I want to buy that. Like... Maybe if I went to, like, a bakery, I'd be more inclined to want to buy muffins. But, like, it's not really something where I'm like, I need to get that. That's not really the the vibe I have with that. So, maybe I should be eating muffins more. I don't know. I had a donut last week, but I haven't had a donut in, like, a year. So, it tasted weird. We'll see what happens. Iced coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. Iced coffee at Dunkin' Donuts is great, but I think that iced coffee could be good anywhere. Not especially Dunkin' Donuts. I feel like the iced coffee at Dunkin' Donuts for a small is like almost $3. And at McDonald's, it's like a buck or a buck and some change. So I'm just going to go to McDonald's because it's cheaper and I don't care. There's that. But I guess you could get iced coffee anywhere. Brugger's or just anywhere. Benny is interrupting the podcast as always. Benner, hush it up. Uh, I don't know. Are you Dunkin' Donut fans? I kind of like... Um, what's the name of the other one? Uh, I don't know. I'm really not a Dunkin' Donuts person, honestly. Like... 
given the option between Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks, I'm probably going to go to Starbucks. I know you're like, I can't drink Starbucks coffee, but I'm not going to Starbucks for coffee. I'm going there for a, a latte or something like that, or like a mocha, like a something that's cold. I, I think the cold beverages taste better at Starbucks than Dunkin' Donuts. And if I'm going to pay $3 for something, then I'm just going to go to Starbucks because I don't think it's worth it. Especially right now in this... No. So, how do you feel about Dunkin' Donuts? It's not my favorite, but if it's there, I guess I'll go to it. Anyways, guess what, everybody? That is the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this hump day version of Born to be a Star. And I will talk to you tomorrow on Thursday. One more day closer to Friday and the weekend of fun. Anyways, here we go.